Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, get your eye rolls ready, y'all, because uh, every time there's a story about Gwyneth Paltrow or something ridiculous that she's pushing on her lifestyle website, Goop, uh, we like to talk about her. And uh, we call it the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. That's just what they do. Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. There's always stupid stuff on Goop. Oh gosh, and Bro, I mean what's it. Doing now? Get your eye rolls ready. Okay. So Gwyneth Paltrow did a uh, an interview with ES Magazine. Uh-huh. Yeah, it must I think it's like S. a British the Evening oh. Standard magazine. Oh, thank oh, you. Look at that, fancy. Evening Standard, um, and in it she blows a lot of hot air about her relationship with her ex husband, who she consciously uncoupled from, Chris Martin. Okay, so she's talking <clears throat> about her ex-husband in the current issue of S Magazine. Okay, now before I even start telling you what she said, give me an idea what you think the tone of this was. How she, you know, he's a necessary part of the family now because they've got kids together, so they need to like work together on coordinating childcare, blah, blah, blah. But is it... Mm, is it like a happy thing or is that a contentious thing or are they kind of, they bicker a little bit or they get a little angry with each other or is everything just perfectly hunky-dory? I mean, I would assume it's hunky-dory. Yeah. She wants you to know not only is it hunky-dory, it's basically blissful. This oh, is the so headline. she's having a great time with her ex-husband. Yes. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow says she and her ex, Chris Martin, were always meant to be together and insists that she's too old to have any more children. She says of her relationship with Chris Martin uh, that she felt that the family unit can be reinvented. So the divorce does not have to be devastating for them or for anybody else in the family. Um, She says of her relationship with her not current husband, new husband, but instead her ex-husband who lives in her backyard... Chris Martin. This is so weird. With his girlfriend. Does it, she live there? His girlfriend? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if she's moved into the pool house at Gwyneth Paltrow's house. I mean, also sit with that. Like, Chris Martin is basically in her pool house. I'm sorry, but I don't know what kind of... This is where I'm going to get real old school, which is hilarious for me. But just the notion, if I if I am the new person in a relationship and the old person is still on property, I've got issues. Right? Yeah. So I kind of feel like if I'm Brad Falchuk, I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, so this is cute because I get that you have kids together and you need to coordinate like pickup times and things. But he lives on property and he's always at dinner. And by the way, he was at our honeymoon. And And by the way, he's now uh, front and center in an article spread in a magazine. Um, Hello. Also, he just lets himself into the house. You'll recall because we've read about that in other profiles. Yeah, where somebody's Chris interviewing just sort of and all shows up in the kitchen, pop up and be like, "Hey, what's up?" and grabs like a carrot stick and chomp chomp. 
she goes on to say, quote, Mm-mm. it doesn't have to be the end of your relationship with somebody. I think Chris and I were meant to be together and have our kids, but our relationship is much better like this. Friends and co-parents and family. Um, but it's not just her ex relationship. That's so perfect. Um, her kids are also pretty perfect. Did you know that? Well, yeah, which just scares me for the sake of the children. I just, because anytime you're like, you're presenting your children as perfect. That's a lot of pressure that's coming back onto the children, whether you realize it or not, especially children that are in such a spotlight. Yes. But I also feel the same about that relationship between her and Chris. This is what I I think what I'm always reacting to with Gwyneth Paltrow is that her life is sort of just so, you know, what she presents of her life is like it comes off the pages of a catalog, right? This perfect you know, these wonderful children who are perfect, you know, she might laugh a little bit because Apple's got a little bit of a streak in her, you know, she's a little bit naughty, but you know, it's just, it's, she's age appropriate that everything just sort of fits exactly into whatever picture Gwyneth Paltrow wants us to see of her family. There is never any like that. It's unrelatable because anybody who's had a relationship break up, anybody who's had a divorce happen It is hard. And to say that it's not or to say that you can somehow control it so that you don't have to grieve or, you know, go through the tough spots of figuring out what the new normal is going to be. She makes it all sound way too simple. And I think it's just insulting. Well, I just think it's not true. I think I feel like this is a lot for show, but it's interesting because to me, this is kind of like her. Right. So like her thing is, again, Gwyneth Paltrow's thing is presenting an idea of a curated life, right? Like here's this life that I've created that is almost perfect. It looks perfect. It smells perfect. It is made from the finest whatever. And it is generally unattainable for most people, but yet I have attained it. And therefore you sitting there, um, young woman, probably in your twenties or thirties, who does not have anything near my life is going to aspire to this and is going to fork over your hard earned money in order to feel as though you are somehow closer to achieving this nirvana that this, you know, uh, pretty white lady on a, in an ivory tower has achieved. Yeah. That's what she's selling. Right. Right. And so, of course, she is then selling a relationship that sounds too good to be true because, again, it's aspirational. Like, wouldn't you like, oh, like, I guarantee you there are tons of women out there who are like, oh, I wish my relationship could be like that where my ex-husband gets along with my current husband and, you know, or my children are like, creative and and like not a hot mess and not doing drugs and like like you can just smell what she's trying to sell which makes me think it's not true or if it is it's totally unrealistic and unattainable for most people which is almost just rude right 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 that and that's kind of what i mean is like you know it's it's insulting to the people who have a different sort of experience of these things and the other thing is this, you know, there, there's never any conversation. Of, there, vulnerability to me means that you like expose your own imperfections and that is relatable, right? Being aware that the, that you are not perfect and that there are areas of your life that you sort of not fail in, but don't don't do well, as well as others. And what's her biggest like what's Gwyneth Paltrow's kind of biggest flaw? She according smokes to a her, cigarette. she smokes a cigarette and. 
and has a a drink some wine. Yeah. No, literally, she allows herself one cigarette a week. That's how that's how she's, you know, being unhinged. That's the wacky Gwyneth Paltrow for you. Yeah. It just uh, I this is why I roll my eyes at her. Yeah. Because I, what I want to hear from her is, you know, something that shows me that she's a human being and not some weird cyborg. And I never hear it. Yeah. That's all. Did you get it out? No. Did you work it out? No. I just, I want to know what Brad Falchuk, notice he never says anything. He never shows up anywhere. Yeah. That's another thing. Don't even get me started on that. I feel bad for that man. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies. Yeah. The website, the YouTube channel, the podcast. He will be here special to tell us all about what to see in theaters or not see, including but not limited to the uh, new M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong movie. Oh my God, that poor man. Glass. All right. After this on My Talk 1071. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies, the podcast, the website, the YouTube channel. You really can find him everywhere. He is multimedia. He's going to be on Twin Cities Live today. Yes. He's here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, Paul McGuire Grimes has a few movies to tell us about today. Let's get started. So there's a big new one in theaters this weekend from I'm Night Shyamalan called Glass. And this is really thought of as the third part in his Unbreakable trilogy. So Unbreakable came out 19 years ago. Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson. So they're back. And then M. Night unites them with James James McAvoy's character from Split. So it's these three guys who believe they're superheroes and are now placed in a mental hospital. And it's up to Sarah Paulson's character, who's the doctor, to kind of tell them no, you're not superheroes. Superheroes don't exist. Oh. But yet there's obviously some kind of twist because it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there is a twist at the end. All right. And, and I feel like you really need to be invested in these characters and in M. Night as a filmmaker to like this movie. You cannot go into this one blind. So I mean, if you just showed up, you'd be like, what? You'd be so lost. Okay. Yeah, there's so much backstory between those other two movies that come into play here. And they don't really do, they don't really do a recap. And you see footage from Unbreakable in this one. Same with Split a little bit. So if you didn't know what the heck was going on, you would not care for it. Okay, so I did not see either of the aforementioned movies. Yep. Were they even worth, were those ones worth yeah, seeing? So start funny. there. Okay, yes. So Unbreakable. At the time, I didn't care for it. We rewatched it recently, and I really dig it now. Oh, okay. It almost was ahead of it, because it came out way before Marvel movies, DCs, before these yeah. cinematic universes now. So, that is great. Split was also a lot of fun, because James McAvoy has these multiple personalities. Uh-huh. Um, so, then coming into this one, I don't feel like M. Night then raises the bar high enough to then meet Marvel where they're at with making really creative superhero Mm. movies. Okay. So at times this one looks visually cool, but then you can like, oh, this is a very modest, tiny budget. Ah. And you tell all three actors are having a good time. They're giving it their all. James McAvoy is phenomenal with all the different personalities that he has to kind of do at the blink of a light. Mm -hmm. And Sam Jackson's a lot of fun. Bruce Willis is solid. But I was wondering, okay, where is this going? He spends too much time with insignificant characters. He will come up with the concept, but not totally resolve flesh it, it by the, the end, out. flesh it all the way out. And then the twists that happen at the end, you're like, well, now this is interesting. Why didn't you bring this up sooner? See, that's that's the thing that frustrates me, I yes. think, about some of his later work. Like, 
I, I, I appreciated, um, I see dead people. The sixth sense. The sixth sense. I, that at the time was like, oh my gosh, have you seen this? And the twist yeah. at the end. And, uh, and then after, it seemed like after that, I couldn't get as much into right. the stories. Yes. And partly for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I would have kind of known the twist maybe a little bit earlier. Right. So that we could have spent some time in the twist. Yeah. And I think that's what M. Night doesn't do well with these movies. You know, he'll bring up this concept of could superheroes exist in our real life? Maybe or maybe not, because we wouldn't know. And all of the doctors out there that are always trying to disprove anything, whether it's aliens, whether it's ghosts, whether it's paranoia or supernatural thing. Yeah. You know, Honestly, in your hoo-ha. I mean, that's a you legitimate know, you know, that's concern. Legit. So I enjoyed it because I like these characters. I was digging the journey, for lack of a better word, that they're kind of on in this one. But it's also not a great movie. Yeah. Okay. It's not as good as it should have been. Three out of five ticket stubs. Okay. okay, so it's a definite meh. If meh. you've got a previous investment, perhaps you'd want to see yeah, it to yeah, yeah, the, the for sure. Can I just really quickly say this about M. Night Shyamalan, too? I almost feel bad for him sometimes because... Everybody expects a twist. It's yes. like he has to deliver on a twist. Right. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's now what he's known for. Oh, that's M. Night Shyamalan. He does crazy twist. twists. Right. When, you know, he might be just a great filmmaker if he let that dream die a little bit yeah. and just did some decent filmmaking. And maybe just make it a little bit more simpler. Right. And it's not saying you can have lofty concepts, but then if you're going to have a lofty concept, do one yeah. and carry it out. Yes. So this movie okay. with uh, Nicole Kidman, yeah, destroyer. I don't know anything about, but she looks like a hot mess. Because she is a hot mess. So her character is this LA detective who has been through the ringer time and time again. She finds this dead body and this John Doe really indicates to her that this gang member from her past that she'd once investigated is now back on the scene. So she has to go kind of figure out what is happening again, relive this part of her past that basically destroyed her life. Okay. Ooh. So, interesting concept. It's by uh, female director as well. And Nicole Kidman is phenomenal in this. I like, She's completely having, forgot like, it was her. She is, I feel like her as an actress, she has grown so much now to a place where I expect nothing less than like a dynamic, amazing performance And she from her. gives it in this movie. Yeah. The problem is the writing. It goes back and forth in its timelines so much between the original investigation and then the new one. You forget where you are. You forget where you are. And then they talk about she has this fractured relationship with her daughter. So she's trying to mend this daughter business while doing this. Who is this? You know, what's going on? Yada, yada, yada. I was like, where where are we? What's going on? And then then, of course, there's reveals and twists at the ending. And I was like. Wait, what just happened? What order did I just see that all in? Oh, sure. You know, so if you like your like tough police drama, like crime stories, it reminded me of like dad fiction, like a good Michael Connelly, Jonathan Kellerman type book. I was kind of digging that, but you got to like hardened female cop this time around. And I like that. I just, it was a mess to try to figure it all out. Nobody ever likes to walk out of a movie thinking, I need to see that again so I can see what I. should have known and right seen. especially when it didn't need to be <laughs> right. and then even though there's all that going on it still felt slow okay i was about an hour in and i was like how much of this oh this is only an hour so far but i feel like it's they, been two. there's been a lot going on and he, she's got a great cast sebastian stan is in it tatiana maslany is in it oh, who bradley, i love so good yeah bradley whitford is in it they also all amazing. are playing dirty scumbags so they all have to kind of give it that like gruff gritty 
physical demands that it is. So how many tickets have for I'm Destroyer? I'm giving it two and a half out of five. Nicole's great, but she can't save the overall movie itself, okay. in my opinion. Okay. Well, okay. Not seeing that. All yeah. right. Now, finally, uh, the home release, Christopher Robin. If you just want to feel good. So today is National Winnie the Pooh Day. I it believe is. it's A.A. Milne's birthday. Happy birthday. Someone can Google it quickly. He can't hear you. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> then he can hear me. Can so he? it's great to talk about Christopher Robin. This is the kind of live action slash, you know, animated with an adult Christopher Robin played by Ewan McGregor. And he's a he's a soldier. He's a businessman. But life is not going well for him. He's kind of feeling down in the dumps. He's feeling gloomy. He's the Eeyore of the story until his old friend Winnie the Pooh pops into London and surprises him. And he kind of goes back on this journey with his old friends, Eeyore and Tigger. Relighting the spark of childhood carefreeness. Yeah, that kind of childhood nostalgia. So you have people like um, Haley Atwell's in it. Toby Jones does a voice. Peter Capaldi does a voice. Brad Garrett. And then Jim Cummings, who was the most recent Winnie the Pooh, Hmm. is Winnie the Pooh's voice. Oh, Oh, I love that. Yeah. So if you need like a really good feel-good a little depressing at first because of how down in the dumps uh-huh. Christopher Robin is. But then when you see the old friends again, you're like, this is just delightful and funny. And is it more for adults or more for kids or for everybody? It's for everyone. Kids will really love the adventure part of mm-hmm. it and seeing Christopher Ro- or seeing the the, the, the characters. Yeah. But then adults, we will totally get that feeling of like, life is not going the way we want it to. I'm feeling down in the dumps. Okay. And that appreciation of that childhood nostalgia. Okay, 10 seconds. How many uh, tickets? Three subs? out of five tickets up that. Yes. Okay. And you can watch that at home and you yes. can watch Paul McGuire Grimes at home as well. He's going to be on Twin Cities Live this afternoon. Thank you. And check Your him out. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> check him out uh, at paulstriptothemovies.com. Check out the podcast. Check out his YouTube channel. We'll be back with Crazy Stupid Idiots after this. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Sorry, you were supposed to say that in the state of Florida. 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 Hey, have you seen like uh, a white guy in his 30s? Really big. 200 plus pounds wearing a ski mask. Uh, not with the ski mask, no, but I've seen a few people that match well, that description. Specifically in St. Paul and also driving a gray Toyota Tacoma. Oh, no, that's a lot. If you haven't seen that person, oh, actually, it's either a Toyota Tacoma or lately uh, a light gray Subaru Outback. Okay. All right. Um, because that vehicle has been driving around St. Paul, vehicle or vehicles. And according to St. Paul police, um... This person is doing something bizarre to random strangers um, in St. Paul. Serenading them? No. Well, serenading them with his hand. Okay. That could go a lot of ways. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know which way to take that. So imagine you're uh, out for a stroll. Okay. It's a beautiful day. Kind yeah, I mean, cold. it's a cold day to be taking a stroll, but whatever. Yeah. People do weird things. Yeah, you're walking your, dog, walking your dog. All of a sudden... He's slapping people? Yes. He is a uh, a serial slapper. 
Known uh, as the St. Paul Slapper. The St. Paul Slapper has victimized at least five people since December 12th. What? Victims have been slapped in the face, hit with a wrench, had Gatorade bottles thrown at them, etc. This sounds like an angry person. The cops say this is a new one. They've never come across somebody like this before. Um, they don't have any um, solid tips yet. Uh, although they say the man does have a distinctive look, a blue teardrop tattoo under his left eye. Okay. Again, he's white in his 30s, big, heavy set, above 200 pounds, wears a ski mask as he slaps people upside the head. Oh, it's terrible. While it's not the crime of the century, it is still really not good behavior, rather violent and kind of shocking. And scary for the people of St. Paul. you imagine you're just like, do the do. No. Ow! No. No. Oh! One more time. Ow! But I mean, that would be jarring, would it not? Now, I have many times driven by people and said things inappropriately. Have you really? Didn't you ever do that as a kid? Okay. No. 20 something year old? I don't think I did. My friends and I, we would do that. We would drive around and yell things, inappropriate things out the window. Okay. We didn't do that. We did other dumb things that were equally stupid mm-hmm. yeah like what drugs mm-hmm. no like we would like try to walk through the drive-thru at oh yeah you know like oh, we yeah. just do dumb things like that that were mostly did you ever harmless ha- get like a blow-up doll we used to drive with one of those and throw it out like <laughs> nope <laughs> hang it out the window and be like look at this Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> down to the try, side do you want to try anymore i remember i remember going through uptown actually and with the harassing doll. Yeah, people. I think that a lot of teenagers used to do dumb stuff oh, yeah. in the drive-thru. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we used to yes. unwrap condoms and leave them on the drive-thru. You were talking oh, about yeah. that. I just think that's so yeah. nice. we, we called ourselves the condom commandos. Because mm-hmm. you were... You even had a name for yourself. Yeah, we did. Commandos. Yeah, we had superhero powers. Okay. No, we were born One year. For, so if, <laughs> we put, for those of you in the South Metro who found yourselves at drive-thrus... That, at, it was that girl! It was, oh my gosh, that explains it! <laughs> I wondered what happened or where those condoms came from. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was the condom commandos. Mm-hmm. For our next story. It's like a uh, really just sad but safe sex gang. Yeah, that's what they we're are. We're the condom commandos. We're, we're here, here to protect you. on Friday night. I don't we're know. We're here to screw probably, with you we're, safely. We're probably going to just, you know, go around to different McDonald's and leave condoms around. Let's yeah. just go drop some birth control around town. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Here's a pamphlet. (laughs) You can prevent STDs. (laughs) Surprise. Uh, For our next story, we are going to travel to Florida. And um, we're going to talk about something that happened to Tony Beckham. Tony Beckham, you might recognize his name if you are a sports person. He's the former cornerback for the Tennessee Titans. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was like related to David Beckham. Or no, something. okay, no. So he was leaving for work on Monday. He's not the crazy, stupid idiot, by the way. In this story, um, he was leaving for work on Monday, and he heard something in the bushes, and so he went to investigate. And what he saw was a, a man crouched by the window with his hand in his pants. The window that he was looking into okay. was the window of Mr. Beckham's daughter who was in her bedroom getting dressed for school. In other words, this was a peeping Tom. 
Uh, this peeping Tom is the crazy, stupid idiot for a number of reasons. A, because he's a peeping Tom. B, because he was peeping in a window of a professional athlete who used to play uh, football, who was then able to chase him down and tackle him oh, and hold God. him until the deputies arrived. Uh, the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office arrived at the scene uh, and they did arrest the peeping Tom. His name is Jeffrey Cassidy. He is 48 years old. And I will tell you, if you look at the picture of his mugshot, you will see he got the crappy that he, uh, yes, that daddy uh, was angry and definitely let him know. God, yeah, that's so gross. Yeah. He Creepy. had busted lip uh, cuts on his face and a black eye. He's been charged with lewd and lascivious behavior and he's being held on bond. Yeah. God, don't so Just weird. don't do that. That's gross. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. That's nasty. Got what else one? is nasty? What? This story. Oh, great. Let's go to Mexico, please. Okay. I want to take you to northeastern Mexico and I want to tell you about a tale as old as time. It involves people doing it. Oh. Um, so picture this. Cheap hotel orgy. That's, I'll just get right to the okay. point. Fun. Orgy at a cheap hotel. Orgy at a cheap, ho- a cheap Mexican hotel. That just sounds like some sort of, I don't know, something, right? Yeah. It just sounds the very descriptive. In a book or- yeah. It all began one night at, at a cheap at Mexican a cheap Mex- hotel. Exactly. When there was an orgy at the Hotel Villa de Aguayo. Late Monday night in the Ciudad Victoria. Well, police got a call and they were like, um, you might want to come over to this cheap hotel because there's a lot of people arguing and fighting, but they're also having a lot of sex. So the police obviously are like, I don't what? Okay, let's break the brawl up at the sex party. Okay. What do you argue about over at a sex party? I think I have a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll get to that. Okay. So the police um, go over to this local hotel room where they find three aspiring police officers. Hold up. Three aspiring police officers? Yep. Hold up in a local hotel room uh, doing the nasty. So the cops find three other yep. people who are training to become cops? Yep. Doing the dirty? Yep. With each other? Fighting. And fighting. In between having the sex. Okay. Why? Can I guess? Yeah. Because how many were there? Three. This is always how it happens. Yeah. Whatever. There's probably two. I, I'm going to guess it was two women and a man. Yeah. And the one of the women was upset because the man was paying attention the too much attention to the other one. Interrupted when one of the women thought the man was being more intimate with the other yeah, woman. Yeah. See, that is a tale as old as time. Yeah. Right there. I mean. If I've, that's going to be an issue, once, it's happened a thousand if times. If you're jealous, don't have an orgy. Yeah. Anyway, so police get there, but that's not the that's not the crazy stupidity part of the story. Oh, okay. We haven't even gotten there. We haven't yet. arrived at that yet. Yeah. So the police officers arrive, sex party, gone awry, fighting, boom, boom, boom. One of the officers who responded looked at the woman involved, one of the women involved, and said, "Oh, that's interesting. <gasps> that's my wife." Oh. Uh-oh. Yuck, 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 yuck. Well, yuck being the appropriate <laughs> yeah, well, word yuck, here. Yuck, yuck, yuck. So the cop called to break up the fight between three police cadets almost fainted when he realized his wife was one of them. Oh, my gosh. How did There's things... a lot going on in Tamaulipas. How did things go when the two of them got home, do you well, think? Well, apparently, well, I don't know about what happened when they went home, but they said they were very uh, impressed at how um, he remained 
you know, calm. He stayed in his role? Yes. Remained calm uh, as he removed and separated his wife from the uh, melee. There were broken bottles, screams, loud sounds. Apparently, the hotel workers were enjoying the view, uh, applauding. Threesome? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Witnesses said hotel employees were cheering on the man and applauding, applauding as they heard them making noises while having the sex. Okay, this, what the There's a, a lot of fun going on at Hotel, hotel. Villa de Aguayo. If, if you are uh, on your way to visit the, uh, that, that, is it, where was this? Tamalipas area. You might yeah. want to look into this particular. Maybe don't. Or don't. And also, it just makes me think, like, can you imagine this at, like, the double tree? <laughs> It would be the triple tree. Yeah, no, there you go. No, just put down a towel. Okay. We'll leave the light on you for you. Thank you. We'll Thank leave you. the light on you because <laughs> we want to watch. watch. <laughs> Ish. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for the throwback live at 2.45. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old-fashioned. I'll have a margarita. Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com bartender. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com bartender. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com bartender for Bartesian's best deal ever. Only at bartesian.com bartender.